Blue Collar Fitness. What is Blue Collar? Blue Collar is a mindset and attitude, and it's work that you can be proud of. I'm Trevor Powers. I'm Connor Burton. And I'm Josh Sargent. Whether you go to the gym, work at the gym, own the gym, or if you're just a creeper pretending to do curls watching girls on the elliptical, this podcast is for you, even you. Welcome to another episode of Blue Collar Fitness. Just saw Connor over there making his uh, duck face selfie over there. I, I, I thought the duck face <laughs> died in 2011. Connor brought it back. You know, I, you know, it was what you about a junior in high school back then making the duck face. Yeah, I graduated in 2012, and the duck face still uh, is <laughs> corny Fred, as it ever was. Fred, go ahead and check Connor's if you're if you're still if this if this comes you know if this comes through. Check my Instagram uh, when we wanted to. You should be able to still see on his Instagram story the duck face. I mean, okay, whatever. I, it's good confidence. Shows great self-esteem. You know, in, in your lips. In your obviously. lips. Obviously. Right. In your good, duck lips. Very good lip structure there, Connor. Very good. <laughs> so uh, we have a special guest today, a uh, IFBB <laughs> pro physique competitor, Dane Tufford. Uh, this is round two. Um, we had a little bit of a technical issue Tip last time. Technical difficulties. Um, we're not going to, you know, just like last time, I'm going to keep this interview very casual. And just kind of shoot the shit, see where it goes, and uh, we're going to be raw and unfiltered. So, yep, no structure to this. Absolutely. Yep. How you doing today, Dane? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm on I'm on zero oh, actually, calories. I know how you're feeling because that puts you on the diet. <laughs> you put me. You did put me on this diet. So Low last carbs. time uh, I was here, I was in the middle. I was thinking I was like week six or seven in the cut, and you're like, "All right, it's time to start carb cycling." That worked. I looked I looked way better than I did when <laughs> I started carb cycling. Now I'm in peak week. I'm on day three of zero carbs, and I feel terrible. So, yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. You look fantastic. So only a couple more days left to go. Shredded. You got this. Shredded. Shredded. Shredded, bro. Peel to the bone. Shredded. Eight want. pack. That's the only way to go. So, um, yeah, if if I say some things in this podcast that don't quite make sense, um, it's because I'm on zero carbs. Thanks to our guest Dane <laughs> and uh, Trevor. Call. My co-host, Connor, my co-host, I expect some, uh, you guys to float me a little bit if I say anything that doesn't make any sense, so. Or if we fall asleep. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, well, so uh, let's not talk about what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to skip, skip, whatever he said doesn't matter. All right, so Dane is our guest, and he is an IFBB pro, and uh, so a little bit about yourself, Dane. So a little bit about myself, um... Where to begin? I think I'll just start with uh, the beginning. The beginning of it all. Where it all started. Origin story. You have to ask your mom. She's here. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, so let's start with where where I started bodybuilding. I mean, that's obviously what we're here to talk about. Um, not the beginning. Not not the beginning of my life. Like how I was birthed and born. I actually just came out looking like this. To be honest, just genetic freak. Um, no, I, so I started uh, my fitness journey probably it was the beginning or the end of my junior year in high school. Um, it was something that I was never interested in before. I didn't like getting sweaty. In fact, I was uh, super into baseball and skateboarding back then. And then, so I was skinny, skinny, skinny kid with long Bieber, Bieber hair. Um, I even those days. Yeah, right. Skinny jeans, all that stuff. So you were a Fred. I was a Fred. You guys ever watch that YouTube? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Channel Fred. Fred. I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always wearing Abercrombie skinny jeans. Oh, yeah. yeah, I remember yep. that. Yep. That skinny jeans, all that. That mm-hmm. was the time for that. So. That was a good that's, time. That's a type. In fact, you know, I think I started the whole Bieber hair thing because I had that before he was even a thing. So, hey, you're the OG. OG, OG of the hair. Um, after the, I mean, what really got me into it was actually my brother. Um, he was super fit, always super shredded, all the time. But he was more into calisthenics and cardio and things like that. But I want I just, I got picked on a lot in school. I got bullied a lot in school. So I was getting fucking tired of being small and 120 pounds all throughout high school. So I decided, you know, I'll give it a shot. So I started working out in my bedroom with, like, some 20-pound dumbbells, doing simple curls, tricep extensions, <coughs> little things I could do, and the ab workouts, push-ups, all that stuff. We also had a Bowflex in our garage, so I took advantage of that. Um, it wasn't even two weeks later I started seeing gains. I was like, wow, this shit's fucking awesome. I'm looking different already. Like, what the heck? And so it began. And so it began. I joined the weight weight, class, weight room, weight class in my junior year. 
Um, kind of did my own thing in there, even though we're supposed to do special certain things every day. But I just after that, I was like four weeks, five weeks later into that, I was starting to make even more games because we had more equipment, more weights, like all the machines that you needed, and I just. Something clicked. I just got addicted right away. Um, then I tried my first pre-workout, Jack 3D. Dude, oh, my God. Oh, that's <laughs> OG. Oh, shit. This is awesome. Jack 3D. Yes, yeah. I got introduced to that by my cousin. It, that, that was a huge amphetamine surprising pre-workout. Yep, the amphetamine. Oh was it DMAA? Was or? Yeah. Yoked, right? Yoke, yep, there was Yoke 2. Yoke 3D. Yoke 3D and Jack 3D. Those were bad Made by the same people. Oh, it was a horrible... Well, I mean, compared to what there's... So, at that time, you were you were 17. Back when it was the original version of it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, the original of it. Um, was it DMAA? I don't know, man. Something I think like it that. was. Yeah, it was, I think, I think that's, it got banned. It yeah. got banned because it worked. And, and Everything that works gets banned. Yeah, well, they, felt great. they tried to uh, rebrand it and stuff and bring it back out, but it didn't work because it wasn't the same. Because <coughs> I remember, I remember as soon as it, uh, as soon as it was cut, like I would, I would try to try to go find it, and like I couldn't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then I found it like a couple weeks later. Like they had like restock the shelves with like the different formula and i was like this not, is trash this is garbage i don't feel like out. i'm gonna fucking slam my head into a wall what <laughs> year was that because i feel like i saw my buddies who were a little bit older using it and i i never used it and then by the time i got into pre-workouts it was illegal i would say it was around 2013 2012 2013 yeah i would agree something I would like agree that because i was using it in 2010 um, you, then you could find it on eBay for like hundred dollars. I think in like 2012, my mind was so blown by creatine monohydrate. Right, or whey protein. Dude. Oh my god, <laughs> well, you had to get whey protein. You had to get GNC and whey amplified ISO whatever. And I was like, I gotta get this. It's 60 bucks, mom. Can you buy it for me? Like, I thought I was on steroids. Yeah, it was amazing. Is, everyone thought gonna I was. Everyone, everyone thought every scoop yeah. make gains guaranteed. Yeah. Dude, Celtec. Celtec. Yeah. Celtec. You put on like five pounds like a week. Yeah. It was all water. It's so much and water. sodium and sugar in it. You just and the, the volumize your cells with the creatine. You felt great. You but the scale like, said you were making gains. So exactly. Making and gains. Bada bing, bada boom. You had some PRs, whether it was placebo effect or not. It was great. Yeah, it definitely did help a lot. I mean, back then, like I had no idea about nutrition. I just knew that you had to have whey protein. You had to eat protein. I didn't. I think I still didn't get the whole concept of eating every two to three hours. I just. Mm. I knew that I needed to eat before, and I knew that I need, knew that I needed to need, eat afterwards too. What Sorry, I'm, you, on, uh, I'm on low carb too. So, oh, what weight? Yeah. Ooh. So before I started lifting, I was like 132 mm-hmm. pounds or something like that. Same boat. Yeah, yeah. sounds then, about right. Yep. I hit my. I was a late bloomer, so I hit my growth spurt around sophomore end of sophomore year. Yeah, I'm still waiting like for five inches. Spurt. I graduated. I'm still, I'm still waiting for my growth streak. <laughs> I graduated high school at 130 pounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I was 175 in my junior year playing basketball. You and then I went kid. back to boxing, and they took every bit of weightlifting mm-hmm. muscle off of me to weigh in for a fight. And then, yeah, I started lifting. It was 200 pounds by freshman year. So, right. That's okay. great. <laughs> I, think I, I think I did get up to about 175 pounds my senior year. That's when I'm... That's when I became really addicted because I had just joined LA Fitness, I believe, as well. Uh, still not knowing what I was doing, but I had a workout partner from high school. He was my friend. We had a routine. We'd do strength for two weeks, endurance for two weeks, and then hypertrophy for two weeks. Still not even knowing what the concept of those things were, but we had, like, a routine. At least you guys had it periodized. That was better than most of us. We yeah. just went in there and did bench press and squats. That's oh, it. yeah. Today's arms just worked, day. Just worked hard. That's it. Just hey, arms. intensity is the number one factor for growth it is. at the end of the mm-hmm. day. If, if you train day, if you really kick hard, your, kick your ass in the gym. That's all that matters. Yeah. All the other stuff is arbitrary. You could have the best program in the world, and if you train like a wuss, you're not going to make any gains. Exactly. And if you eat uh, like crap, you're not going to make tell any us, gains. Tell us a little bit about your uh, your first show. My first show. Okay, so my first show, I did. Uh, I did naturally. Um, I had zero clue what I was doing. This is probably 2000, 2014. Seven feathers. Uh, that, was, that was when Seven Feather was huge, too. Lots mm-hmm. of heavy competitors, all that stuff. Um, I believe that I... It was a big show back then. It was a huge show. I think there was like 25 people per per class in men's physique. Damn. Uh, per high class. Which year? 2014. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. I, Alex Atonisov, he, he showed me posing. Um, 
Tim Baez is actually the one that got me and said, you should compete. And then this other chick from LA Fitness like, you should compete. And I was like, okay, okay I'll look into it's it. It's time. And know. then I did it. I mean, I got prepared for it. I cut down. I didn't, I think I was probably like 6% body fat. I wasn't super, super lean, but I looked pretty good for my first show. Um, but I had no idea that I needed to bring food for both the days that I was there. So I like, I think I brought food for one day. But carving up, I had no idea what, what the hell I was doing. I had people backstage who were like, oh, yeah, you didn't bring food? I got you, bro. And, like, you know, and I went on stage, um, nervous as hell. But as soon as I walked out there, something there was a moment where I was just like, this is, this is what I want to do. It was meant for you. This is what I want to do. I had all my nerves were gone. I went out there. I posed the best that I could. I got seventh out of 18 people on my first show. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, that's, that's really good. Yeah. See, there, the difference between you and I, you're a pro. I have not competed in years. My first show, I was shaking like a leaf. My second was, show, I was shaking like a leaf. Like, I was, how am I gonna spread my lats out? Yeah, this guy was like, <laughs> he was on stage, like shaking his arms because he was so nervous. Uh-huh. Was so he was so nervous. nervous. Yeah. When you say uh, that you were um, given, like people were giving you hints, like, like, hey, like, you should compete. Was that part of you, like, fully realizing your genetics, Dane? Or like you know, was it? Were you always into bodybuilding? And like, did you always see yourself want to go down that route from early? Age? I had no idea about competing. I mean, I had nothing. I, that was not in my mind. My mind was to look at these, look like these dudes on Instagram or whatever, and like, all right, I just build my body like that. I had, competing was not in my mind at all until Tim Bias was like, "You should compete." And I was like, "What's mm-hmm. that?" Like, I, I had. I mean, I knew what competing was. I knew what bodybuilding was. I knew what Arnold and all that stuff was. But I had no idea Arnold. that that was in my mindset at all until someone offered that up. What was the light bulb moment for you when you, you realized you started learning how to train and you really saw your physique taking off? Um, I believe it was at my second show because I took, I took third at the Lincoln, Lincoln City Ironman or something like that. Um, that one I was way more prepared for. And then I walked on stage with a completely whole different posing routine, and it just was like this, the flow that I had. This, I was like, "This is mine. This is what I want to do. This is this is it right here." And then after that, I just I researched on dieting. I, I learned from you know Alex, and I learned from um, another coach, and then I kind of adapted my own ideas as well throughout the years. So you walked in your first two shows on genetics, mm-hmm. and then. Dialed it in after that. Dialed in after that. After that, we started playing with some stuff. So you were all natural for your first two shows. Yeah. Gotcha. And then you started training harder. You mm-hmm. added in the sports supplements. Yep. Easy transition there. Tell tell us about how you got into that. <laughs> oh god, the first time it's that a big I can of worms. So the first time <laughs> that I got into taking subs, testosterone. I took test test E. Um, I got it from my buddy Aaron, and I have to say it was probably the worst cycle that I ever took because every, it was definitely dirty. The, every shot that I did, my leg inflamed up for like oh, five no, days. I didn't go to the hospital. I was fine. I wasn't worried about it, but it was painful. How much did you do a week? I did 500 milligrams a week. Okay. I think I started at 400, but then I bumped it up to 500 just because I was like, this, probably, this stuff's probably weak. It hurts. You know, it's probably bunk. A lot of pit. But I put on 15 pounds of muscle off that, and I still had, had no idea about dieting with that. And that was for yet. your sec- third show that you did that. Uh, I can't remember when. I think my third show I was taking a little bit more than test. I think I did a bulking, which is testy to play around with it. And then I, uh, let's see here. I think, what did I do? So I took the testy, I did it for 10 weeks, and I came off, did a full PCT, rebound, kept all the gains. And then I prepped for my third show, which was... I believe was Seven Feathers again in 2015. That show I got second. I ran I ran Test Pro Mask Pro and and Bar. I think that was it for that. And I got second at Seven Feathers. So you need you had like three or four more compounds. Yeah, that was actually the show that I was at too. And then you must have really blew up by then because by that point you had gained 15 pounds of yeah. muscle. I want to ask what was that time frame of like when you gained that muscle like 15 pounds and how uh, many. T- Ten weeks. I literally put it on. Seriously? Ten yep, ten weeks. That's the first yeah. cycle I took. Now, imagine if I took a cycle with proper gear and proper guidance, I probably would put on a lot more. Like yeah. actually factoring in nutrition. Yes, and absolutely. And mm-hmm. sleep. That's and better wild. gear. Right. Like not yeah. crap stuff that was made in somebody's bathtub. Exactly. Right, right. So I'm going to jump right to the question that everybody wants to know. And this is, this is mm-hmm. you know, this is the clickbait. Um, 
why what cycle did you run for your pro qualifier okay so actually it wasn't ex that extreme but i did have some issues uh, near the end actually the last two months i had a thyroid issue because i was taking t3 very low dose not very much but it re i reacted because i've taken i had taken it in the past and reacted fine to it but it messed my gut biome up Oh, no. my, mo my gut motility so that I literally couldn't go to the bathroom for... I remember that, man. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, and I was lethargic, and I'd <laughs> have... I, I literally had to do... Was that when you were working at, at the gym here? Yeah. Okay. I, I literally that. had to do a bump to get it out. And oh. when I got it out, it was like a week's worth. That's And it's still, wild. even, on some, even when I was wild. cleansed out, I'd still, oh, okay, I'm fine. And I drink a bunch of water, I hydrate... I did celery juice. I made sure my gut was like good to eat. Probably lost like ten pounds. Still, <laughs> would get backed up because uh. my gut motility, the way to move food around, was so slow. But I still did the show. But my cycle was test E, equipoise, and uh, MPP for the first for like eight weeks or ten weeks. Did you like the Nandrolone and phenylpropanate? Oh, amazing. I never I've never run Deca before, but I've, MPP is great. There's I had no side effects. Joints feel great. Fat loss on it's amazing. On the size is great too. Um, then I here there's less side effects. Oh, than way less because yeah, because if you have a side effect, you can pull off the dosage, back it off, and adjust if you need to. Versus Deca is such a long ester, right. you're gonna have a longer issue pulling it down. It's like the same difference between like Trini and Trinase. Yeah, exactly. The, the shorter ester you can pull mm -hmm. out of the cycle if yep. it goes bad. I did 500 milligrams of Test and EQ. I did 300 milligrams of MPP. I don't ever take aromacin because my, my body doesn't convert to estrogen. You don't even use an AI. I use it during like the last two weeks just to get really dry, but my estrogen always stays. See, this is why you're a pro. Your body handles drugs. Very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with that, we did that for 10 weeks or so, and then it was like eight weeks out. We did test probe, still kept testing in. Um, Winnie, or no, Anivar, uh, Mastron probe, Trent Ace. And then last, we, we tapered off the testing and the EQ throughout as the weeks went closer to the show. So get those esters out of your body, not hold water. I was running HGH at four units per day, four days on, one day off. Um, and I was taking T3, 25 micrograms three times a week. Is that Pharma GH? Or yeah, Pharma GH. Nice. Oh, so uh, I was taking Serostim. Yeah. And if you were doing like generic stuff, you would need to run like eight to ten. No, and actually, the generic stuff that I've used is I've used the same amount, honestly. The you got the same. Yes, I've got the same result. I mean, I take I take probably two. You can take less. I just kept it just at even two and two per day, like four four units per day, just to because you don't need more than that. Any more than that, you start getting side effects and internal growth and things like that. You don't want high blood yeah. sugar and the. Uh, the generic stuff kind of scares me, man. Like, I was just listening to a podcast today with Fuad uh, Abiyad, and he said he got a kit, mm. and it turned out to be fake, and it was actually insulin. Oh, what? Right. That's, so, that's terrifying. That's a major that's, so luckily, that's really scary. Right, that's could terrifying. That could yeah. kill you, yeah. It could kill you. So Jeez. luckily, he was only um, pinning two IUs a day. Um but then he would go but two, hypo, and but he's like... But two IUs on uh, insulin for for lot. insulin would be 20 a lot units, which That's means 200 grams of carb. A lot. Right. So he would go hypo, Jesus. and he would have to just, like, pound carbs. And he's like, he because he's so experienced, you know, he's a pro, he's like, whoa, this is insulin. This is not GH. But, you know, like... They could have killed him, you know. Could've what if, what him. if he had? That's lucky. Night. That's lucky to know the difference and what like, if that, know what, what you're if taking at night right, and what not if, exactly. What if he had pinned ten IU's <clears throat> the night of, you know, before bed and then not woken up? Oh, yeah, he'd be toast. That's fucked. Yeah, whoever obviously... sold him that is that's really terrible. shady. Yeah, damn. I mean, there's actually a way to. I, Insulin has a distinct smell, actually, too. So there's a way to tell what, what the scent is of it, which is really weird. Um, looking back at your your first cycle and how horrid it was, what what would you have changed? Like, what would what would you have done in your first cycle? And use the no, fucking, knowing what you know now, use the fucking dark web. The dark, <laughs> the dark web. The dark or side of the I internet. I would have used. I, I would have just Teenage. gone on Reddit and or used Napskier or things that that you know. I spent. I didn't spend that much. Someone someone I probably would have went to the guy that was selling for a hundred dollars a bottle versus the guy that was selling for forty. 
Yeah. Because back then, people were selling shit for 100 bucks a bottle if of test. If you're putting it like, in your body, why are you going the cheap mode? Exactly. True. Yeah. Why? That's a good and, point. And going back to that point, you know, a lot of people don't like to go to TRT doctors because it's expensive. But then also, at the end of the day, like, medical bills are expensive, too. Yeah. yeah. So they maybe are. you should have a doctor like, hey, doc, this is what I'm doing. Um, what do you think about this? You know, at least the doctor knows what you're doing. True. Um, someone someone experienced, yeah. He's going to tell you not to do it, but then he's going to be like, you know, this is what you can do to keep safe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's actually point. looking out for your best interest, like mm-hmm. just a good route to go. So, Like, I know you're going to do this anyway, so at least let me not let you kill yourself. Right, and they can, they can get you <laughs> things that are um, going to help you do it in a healthier way. Yeah. They can get you metformin to keep your insulin sensitivity high and... You know, all these things that can extend your lifespan while you're doing these metformin supplements you know, and, uh, or my, sports supplements. Yeah, it, my, my ex had, had metformin and we take it for cheat meals and that shit makes you feel like garbage the next day. I'll tell you what. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I was, I, was uh, I heard yesterday is that alpha lineic acid... Uh, yeah. can help you not spill over when you carb up. Have a little bit. Uh, the actual, the better version is RALA. RALA. Really? Yes. It's a more concentrated form. It's better absorbed in the body. And it's orally available. Yeah. Yeah. I, you can buy R. It's pretty cheap too, honestly. And Do chromium you, as well. Um, what else? There's chromium pickle, piccolate or something like that. That's really good. Do you I'm use that before that. your show? So I use over? that or I use uh, something called Biosupport by Global Formulas. Shout out to them because they're awesome. <laughs> write but, that down. Uh, also, my sponsor, Prime Primeville Labs, has a, mm. a glyco supplement as well. I've been taking it's really good too. But yeah, for carving up for a show, I think that's great because it'll stop. It'll help your body absorb the carbs even more. Since you're not taking, let's say you're not taking insulin or something like that, it's just going to help you process the carbs better too and put them where they're supposed to be. Even so even though your body's you. already primed mm-hmm. to do that, like it's just going to help even more. What's the name of it? Primevillelabs.com. And what, what's the name of the supplement? Uh, bl- something log. Carb log. No, it's py- it's Pyrolog or something like that. Pyrolog. I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Yeah. Log log. I honestly... I should know. There's so many names, you know. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up and Congrats uh, on being sponsored shout by it out. Yeah. Prime Evil It's cool, man. How long have you been with Prime Evil? Uh, I'm just an affiliate right now, but I'm actually just, I think they're about to bump up my discount quite a bit. Um, probably like a by month so far. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. Get those shipments. Yeah. Get those shipments. Get those right. subs. So are you going to be, so what does that mean? Like you get a check or you get free supplements? I get a check. So I think I still get money too. Uh, I get free supplements and I get a huge discount as well. That's pretty. pretty that's yeah. That's worth it. That's worth it. Plus, all their stuff is amazing. They have like ten different flavors for the EAAs and all that stuff, and their proteins are amazing. Essential amino acids. That's something I've recently really bought into myself. Yeah, BCAs are garbage. EAAs are much better. EAAs are the way to go. How how long have you been utilizing them, and how do you utilize them? So I utilize EAAs pre uh, uh, during my workouts. Usually, I'll do two scoops of EAAs. And I'll combine it with glutamine and a little bit of creatine and put that in like 30, 40 ounces of water. Um, and if I'm doing carbon, I'll toss that in there too so that it gets absorbed even more. Especially on days like my uh, high-carb days. So basically creatine and EAAs are, are the, your go-to supplements. Are there any other supplements that you're, you, are, you actually... Uh, utilize on a daily basis, or even if it's just for a show. Or I do a lot of non-stim fat burners, mm. so for my fasted cardio, um, and then obviously I fat burners. I love burn. those. I yeah. love those. So they don't make you feel like garbage. Like yeah, the you other may ones. take them before night, and they make you sweat too when you're working out. Mm-hmm. And then I take fat burners. Than a well, it's, you don't want to take a thermogenic that's going to like make you like you know. I've I think taken Trevor, some. you you taken some of those some of those uh, thermogenics. Oh, I've taken a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just feel like rate. a crackhead. I've taken some ones that really make you sick. And you're yes. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, you're just like getting the cold sweats, and yeah. you're just like, oh god, I think I'm was gonna this die. Meth? This is it. So yeah, here seriously. we go. Primalog. Primalog. Yep. Okay, <laughs> new product. Oh, this is brand new. Glucose disposal agent. So they also have a hydration you... one too, which is really good. Just, they just that just came out too. How would you utilize this? I would utilize it on your biggest carb meals and on, on your higher refeed days. Okay. I mean, you don't have to take every single carb meal, but if you have a cheat meal or if you have a refeed day, that's the best time to utilize it. 
And how does it how does it help someone for someone who doesn't know? How how so do you so when you take it? Um, basically blocks, it helps your insulin sensitivity push carbs to your muscles versus pushing them to your fat. So it makes your insulin more sensitive to muscle tissue than fat. Gotcha. And then if you're before a show, it's going to help you not spill over because it's going to push everything into the muscle. Yep, that makes Mm -hmm. sense. You'd be able to get more carbs if you need to because sometimes, sometimes you can carb up and you still haven't carved up enough, but you'll spill over. It's super weird. Hmm. That's uh, I guess I mean that's one of the biggest problems before a show is you want to be full. Yeah, but I, you don't want to spill over. Exactly. I better play catch up at a show than try to go the other way around. You know. Right. I have to right. just have to do laps for you get your tan on. I wish you could just look how you look the day after a show you without can. water log. You can. It's all you just. It's just timing and figuring yeah. it out. But every show is different too for your body. Like. You can follow the same protocol and it just won't, you know, depend if you did more, if you burn more calories that day before or do that through that week, you do the same protocol and you might be, look flat. That's just that's wild though. That's, just eat uh, one thing different and it's just completely off. Yep. I yeah. think so many people look so good a week out mm-hmm. and then they just screw something up at the end. I think they just push themselves in their cortisol too high, especially if they're running drugs. Your body is stressed out. It's basically yep. a chemical machine. And, and the water point. manipulation. Yeah, Maybe honestly, so don't pull your water. Up. I mean, I think you should load your water up so you need to hydrate your skin a little bit more. But, like, don't get rid of water all the way because water is what's going to push what's going to push the food into your mm-hmm. muscles. You know, you want that. If, you don't have, if you're eating, if you're dehydrated, you take a diuretic and you fucking carb up, you're not going to put that food anywhere but your stomach. Mm-hmm. So, so say you have someone like Trevor, pretty damn good genetics, Vir- virgin uh, muscles here, no supplements of any kind. What what program would you, uh, if, if he wanted, okay, we're just took my throwing it out question. here. Technically, he took my question. Technically, how, <laughs> what would be your, I, you know, say money aside, time aside, all these things. What would be your protocol to try to maximize his potential at a show and, and you know, possibly get his pro card? You mean like supplements, supplements I put him on? We're, wow. talking, we're talking diet, we're talking training, we're talking drugs, everything. Okay, so that's, that's a lot. That's a tough question because I don't know for where he's at now. All right, so, okay, I'm going to try yeah. to give you the... I eat everything but the kitchen sink. Um, I take everything but the kitchen sink. <laughs> uh, I yeah, the only thing I've ever taken was uh, what TB five hundred, and then what was the other? Oh, he's taking MK six seven. Yeah, and that, that that's that's it. And I've I've been taking that shit in a long time. So for those of you guys that don't know, Cialis it's a uh, for reasons. six seven seven is a growth hormone secretagogue. So basically, you take it, your body pulses extra growth hormone. Mm. It makes you super hungry. Yep, very very hungry. Yeah. yeah. Right. And ghrelin is your hunger hormone. So. Mm-hmm. And neopeptide Y is too, I think. This dude, it, the reason, one of the reasons I ask, and I'm not trying to get you to do a show, Trevor, but what I am saying is, I remember back in college, the dude came in to college looking kind of like this. This is my base form. Kind of yeah. skinny. I'm not calling him skinny, <laughs> First but kind of athletic. He's athletic, yeah. right? <clears throat> just, just like an athletic guy. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you start lifting and eating, and the next thing I know, like I was like sitting behind you on the, you know, we're sitting on like listening to the coach talk or whatever, go over a practice, and I realized that his neck is wider than his ears. <laughs> and you see those ears, like <laughs> bear traps, <laughs> bear traps, man, like <laughs> some bear traps, and I'm just like, this dude can grow, you know. So it's like, you know, there's there's some. That was a great time. There's some potential there. Okay. So what I would do, since he builds muscle and burns fat clearly very well, I would put him on a 20-week prep. I would put him at probably 3,500 calories straight and then 2,500 calories on resting days. I would then put him in through a power hypertrophy work for 10 weeks. Right, so like uh, high-intensity program. Yeah, so you'd start out with your hypertrophy, like 2015, 12, 10 reps, and then halfway up to the other part of the workout where you're doing more – Let's say you let's say you're starting with less compounds in the beginning and more compounds at the end. At the end, we're gonna go five to five to eight range. So you you're more of a like a pre-exhaust prime type of 
not necessarily pre-exhaust, more like get the blood in there, right. get the feel for it, get the muscles ready for yeah, it. Like a heavy lift. For, for, yes. for example, that's, that's, yeah, I understand that. Or some kind of an isolated movement yeah. before pressing. So like pressing. today, I did back, I did the rep. The reps and the sets were pretty light, so I did, or the sets were high, but the reps were light. So what I did was uh, lat pull down, I did seat, uh, seated, uh, seated row, and then I did a uh, overhead close grip row. And then uh, single arm dumbbell rollers. Everything was like 20, 15, 12, and 8. Pretty lightweight. And then I went heavy with T-bar row, deadlifts, and bent over row. And then, uh, what the heck was the last one? Uh, seated, seated uh, single arm mm-hmm. machine. So you have like and I, those are all back, 5 yeah. to 8 reps with like 3 plates, 4 plates, 5 plates, heavy as shit. What's your but I was still able to do all that because I didn't exhaust myself too much in the beginning. But all the blood was there, so when I did those heavy reps, I could feel everything just... Your back's activated. Yeah, my back's destroyed right now. Hmm. So you, you basically prime the muscle. Yep. And then you annihilate it after it's primed. Yep. It, that makes sense, actually. What split do you are using right now? What's your I am doing... Well, so I'm supposed to be doing chest with triceps, but the workout that I have is so freaking long. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take the triceps exercises that I have, and for chest day and the biceps on the back day, and put them together for one. So I'm just doing, uh, I did a chest, back, legs, shoulders, arms, two days off. Chest, backs, legs, shoulders. Actually, arms. no. So you I'll, train everything once a week right now. Actually, I'll do, I'll do. It'll be legs, no, chest. Back, legs, shoulders, arms, legs again, and then rest. Because you're mm-hmm. tr- trying to prioritize your legs right now. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm splitting that up, so I'm doing uh, calf and quads, and then uh, hamstrings focus. Gotcha. Which is a still well, hamstrings is still a lighter day because there's only so much you can do. Do you ever rotate in and do more high frequency training, or are you more into high intensity, hit it hard once a week, and then let it re- let it uh, roll hit out? it hard once a week. Okay. Yeah. Whatever Unless I'm trying. Well, it just depends on what. Like, if I want to hit my, if I want my chest to grow, I want to hit it twice a week, and I'll lower the intensity. Right. Right. And so, so whatever muscle group you're prioritizing, you're gonna annihilate it twice a week. Yes. And then the rest of the stuff, just killing it. Kill it once a week and let it recover. Mm-hmm. I like it. So that's what I do for you, because that's how I feel like that's how you respond the most. And then diet is not gonna be. It's gonna be eighty percent clean, twenty percent dirty, honestly. And then. For the first 10 weeks, and, now 10, and then 10 more weeks, we'll just go fucking super strict carb cycle and just get peeled. Yeah, I, I, can, I can lose, uh, I can peel out pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and quick. Like, I can do it, like, I mean, I, I came back from Texas, and I was, I felt pretty fat, but I'm already leaning out. Yeah. I want to say been... you could kick some ass on your first show <laughs> and not take anything, and just learn how your body responds yeah, I think so, naturally. too, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. I was I was wondering uh, my one of my questions was what you just fucking asked you took my question but <laughs> the other question was uh, PCT and the and the importance like after after your first cycle what's that I mean I am gonna PCT after this show because my body is exhausted I need a break but PCT is really important um the things. To keep in mind is you want to have your endocrine system working the whole time. You don't want, was it exogenous test just pumping in, through? Well, endogenous, endogenous is is, right. is, is, is you your natural from your balls. Yes. Exogenous is so that's why I take HCG during my cycle at a two fifty twice a week all the time, and then I take Tudka and NAC. So keep those diesel engines going. Yeah, and if you take Tudka and NAC, it stops your uh, desensitization from taking too much HCG as well. The Tudka does. Yeah, Tudka and NAC both do. Really? So that's really important. Because you can desensitize your shit from taking HCG and then it just won't work anymore. Then you're screwed. But, so post-cycle therapy, I'll take HCG during the whole cycle. I'll come off and I'll stop taking HCG. I'll take whatever, how long it takes the esters to clear for my last shot. Then I'll blast HCG for two weeks at 20 or 5,000 a week. And then, which really isn't that much if you think about it. And then I'll do Novodex, Clomid, and Aromacin. Have you ever looked into triptrelin? Triptrelin? Yeah, that's a last resort. I have like two bottles of it just in case. Take like a, like a hundred micrograms. Yeah, but you can't take. I would. You don't take anything else with though. That's all you you'll need. Fry yourself. You you can castrate you, yourself. Yeah, you can, you can chemically castrate yourself with that stuff. Or you can completely get your pituitary. Yep. Fired up. You yeah, they give it, it to kids that are not starting their puberty. GnRH. 
So it, it does work, absolutely. You just gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, 100 microgram. Make sure you know what the dose on the bottle is. Don't get it from some sketchy dude. I just and uh, don't get it from some random site because it could just be HCG <laughs> or <laughs> insulin or insulin. Almost would. Yeah, my personally, you know, in the cycles that I ran a couple years ago, I did triptyrallin because it was just the first one I did. I did Nolva, Dex, and Clomid. And I felt so cruddy uh-huh. during that. Clomid will make you feel depressed. Clomid just makes you feel depressed. It's like has like I, I believe what? it binds to estrogen receptors and like makes you feel down. And then I did another cycle. Yeah, I did two cycles. The second cycle I did, I did HCG two fifty twice a week the whole time, and then I did triptyrallin, uh, hundred micrograms after the est- ester cleared, and I felt great. I kept all the gains, you know. I'd, yeah, yeah, it was it was fantastic. So, um, so what made you crash this time? Shoot, man. I think uh, I think I just did the. I, I didn't take anything since that second cycle, other than I was taking MK677 to help heal after the surgery, and then I just wasn't feeling good. Mm. Did and you get your blood work done after your last PCT? Uh, yes. Like, did you wait like two months? And see where it was. It came in at like seven fifty or okay. something. That's really where that it went down then. And then after I got the surgery, I was just feeling cruddy, and I, think, I went and got I it. I think done. that makes sense. So that that makes sense. You're just like your body's just hell stressed out, and yeah. I think lifting weights makes your testosterone higher too. So yeah. I wasn't lifting. I wasn't moving. Um, you're stressed out. Yeah. Super the, the stressed. The stimulus was gone. Yeah. Like there was no way to stimulate your. Right, natural, and all, you, all you were able to do was fucking lay down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was you able to do couch couch potato. Yeah, <laughs> I was literally a couch potato. So my testosterone went to Just a couch plummeted. potato level. Yeah, so literally, it came in at like two eighty nine or something. Wow, from really one hundred to like two eighty. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm, I was like, well, fuck this. We're gonna see you now. On your standpoint, there's no, there's no point in taking PZT. Right, I'm like completely fine with pinning. Yeah, me too. I'm, I've accepted that as long, you know. As long as I can produce children, we're good. Yeah, and taking and your own balls to work. If you really, if you're really worried about that, HMG will help you do that. True, you can take the fertility. Sorry, what was that again? HMG. 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 And then you have HMG. HMG. Yeah. I think it's becoming more and more accepted. GHB. I'm just kidding. <laughs> TRT, like testosterone replacement therapy, is becoming more accepted, but there is still a big stigma with anything with a needle. Um, some people think it's illegal. Some people think it's cheating. That's a bunch of bullshit. Um, some people think you're like Ooh, that's scary. shortening your lifespan. Honestly, uh, if your <laughs> lifespan, if your testosterone is below 200 or 200, your lo- that your lifespan exactly. is shortened. Right you're there, you're shortening your lifespan. Mm-hmm. So as long as you keep it in that natural range, you're not only increasing your quality of life, but you're lengthening because it's just as bad for your heart to be low testosterone and mm-hmm. well it's probably worse than it's worse it's worse for your heart to be low test than than too high um to a point if you're doing like there's always a line there's a line yeah right? there's so everything in moderation so, yes exactly. how about for a guy like me who like i got tested a couple years ago and i'm you know a personal question i'm i'm doing a show next year the emerald cup uh in april so my test ran at about 850 Jeez. and that was 2 years after taking any kind of exogenous testosterone. Mm-hmm. So getting back on TRT this year, what would you recommend, Dane, for me, for my post-psychotherapy? For, Are you just doing you know, TRT? Um, TRT, 90 megs of R daily. You're not doing TRT, Connor. <laughs> what's, what's Freudian <laughs> slip, testosterone. <laughs> you're doing more than TRT. <laughs> how, much, how much are you taking? Tell them how much you're taking. <laughs> So the TRT it's is 150 uh, or more it's 150 mix per. It's not TRT. Portion. That's a cycle. It's a cycle. Right. Testy. I'd say just bump it up to 500, man, and take and. That's exactly what he's saying. <laughs> so 500 milligrams. Throw some Mastron in there. We're coming up like when you're like eight weeks out, and f- fuck if you want to kill it, dude. Trent. For no. just three weeks. <laughs> Don't let People need to stop saying hard. that. Stop <laughs> saying that word. Uh, TRA. Trinity. Trinity? So like, that's, a, that's a maybe. Or Winnie. Four weeks out. But like, what, what advice would you have for me for my post-cycle therapy? That's uh, what I meant to ask. I'd, since you're not doing a whole lot, just eight, I, would keep, I would do HCG now if you can. And then uh, take HCG post-cycle and run Novodex. Actually... Aromasin is a 10 times better drug than taking Novodex or Relaxaphine because Novodex actually cuts your IGF in half. 
Mm-hmm. Aromacin increases your IGF by like a hundred and something percent. And also, it helps you if so. Aromacin is an aromatized inhibitor. So if you lower your estrogen, your body has to produce testosterone, right? Mm-hmm. It has to balance it out. So it forces it to get cr- increase. So actually, aromacin is a lot better growth than taking Novodex, piece for PCT. But clomid is also necessary as well. So I would just run the f- typical four weeks of Clomid and four weeks of Aromacin at 100 milligrams for two weeks, 50 milligrams for two weeks on the Clomid, and, and 12.5 milligrams of Aromacin every other day for four Gosh. weeks after you take HTG for like two or three weeks. And then uh, he's going to go get his Pro Card. Boom. Boom, then you get Pro Card. Bam! Let's go. go. Easy as that. There it is. that damn sword at Emerald Cut. We can sword fight. I, I know. I'm going to sword fight with Michael Hearn. <laughs> Have you thought about doing that show? What? Like in, in your like before um, getting your pro card? Which show? The, the Emerald Cup. That thing is doing it. Did yeah. you ever do it? Yeah, I won. I got the overall. Heck yeah! I have a sword. Oh, I said we could sword fight because we. Oh right, if you were he's on he's on low carbs too. It's Diet brain. Diet brain. What's what are carbs? <laughs> this table looks like carbs. Trevor, you have to you have to like uh, keep us afloat here, man. Keep You're the only one that has. The only one that has carbs at this table besides Dave, and Dave doesn't have a mic. But <laughs> I haven't had that many, that many oh. carbs today either. Okay. I'm pretty, I'm pretty low, pretty low on everything. I this, had enough for all four of you. Well, okay then. You, it's it's you. You are the one that needs to help us. <laughs> nah. So, so Dane, like, um, I feel like uh, on this podcast, I want to like really kind of get back to guys starting out with weight training. I, I feel like me and you. We're very similar in that like, we started out like maybe we got, maybe we got picked on, um, maybe mm-hmm. we were insecure. That was kind of me. I don't yeah, know if that, was, that was your thing. Or I think all bodybuilders. I wanted to insecure. build confidence. So, what advice do you have for those? I don't know, fourteenth or seventeen year olds starting um, out with weight training. What should they, they focus on? They and, should focus on not worrying about what other people look like and worrying about what you look. Competing with yourself in the mirror. You know what I mean? That saying. That's the most important because you will never look like somebody else. Exactly. You will. Always, the only thing you do is look better than you did yesterday. That's that's what they should shoot for, and then that really does help with some insecurity too. Because mm-hmm. when you compare yourself to others, that just brings you down. I mean, because there's always gonna be someone below or above you, no matter what. And all you can do is put yourself up and continue to grow. I agree. Good. Gotta beat, gotta yeah. beat who you Good were shit. yesterday. Yep, that's what I. So when I go on, I don't worry. When I'm doing shows, I don't give a fuck what other people look like. I know that I'm coming in there fucking shredded, and if I didn't, that's on me. So, you know, I'm never like, oh shit, that guy looks better than me. You know, fuck that. Mm-mm, no. Blinders. I'm, put some blinders on. So my blinders see, are on. You don't see shit around yeah, you. Exactly. Easy segue here. Tell us what is the next show that you're doing and what's the prep looking like right now? Uh the prep is looking God, we me and my coach have not decided on a show yet. But it's gonna be anywhere from twelve to eight weeks right now. And I'm about I'm about two twenty four and I'm sitting at like seven percent. Um I could I could drop into a show in like five weeks if I wanted to right now. If you really sent it. Yeah, if I fucking full on send it right now, I'll get shredded in four weeks, four to five weeks. That's what different. is your what is your full on shredding protocol? Um, full on shredding pro- protocol is stick to my diet one hundred percent, not seventy five percent right now. Um, bump my cardio up to thirty minutes a day, thirty five minutes a day for six days a week. Um, that's it right now. I mean, if I just honestly bump, just stuck to my diet one hundred percent, right, I would lean out way quicker than I am right now. Right, so but now, I'm not like super concerned about it because if I get too lean and I have a plan for it, what's the point? Right, you know. So now you kind of have the size, you have the shape. Um, you don't have to put on a lot of size mm-hmm. now that you, you're you've done you've done some pro yeah like, pro shows or one. Pro I did a pro show. Right? Um, what what is what areas you're trying to improve right now? What um, is your coach sh- working on? The density of my, my so I have I'm working with Gene right now. He's doing all my body work and he's doing all my workouts. He's trying to make me look grainy and dense, like mm. like all those look like the when they're when they're in the 30s and the 35, they look dense and grainy. It's all based on training. So all the p- programs that he wrote me are gonna do that for me. That's what that's what I'm focusing on. Getting that that really super grainy deep texture. Trying to get gnarly. It's just get gnarly. Thorny and that's all yeah, that's all it is, is just the training style. Uh, other than that, I want to bring my chest up a little bit. My upper chest has always been a problem with me. Um, I'm bringing my legs up and my calves up just cuz I'm sick of having small calves. Do you ever see yourself doing classic? Uh yeah, one day, Ooh, maybe. We could compete together. Cuz my legs bl- uh, 
blow up. I noticed that. You posted a picture with uh, Calvin mm-hmm. today, and I, you had some shorts on. I was like, dang, mm-hmm. Dane's been training some legs. They get Let's go. big quick. Like, if I, if I didn't have knee problems and low back issues, I'd be able to train legs harder than I do now. Right. Because, like, when I'm training legs. Do you like legs, to train calves frequently? Like, I'm doing it three times a week now. Mm-hmm. They've already grown a half inch. Nice. I, I like, train calves every day. But you can't tell. So, so then I get Josh sore. He's gonna turn those calves into cows and then bulls. Yeah. I actually found a, a system that's been working for me. I, I put on about two and a half inches in ten weeks. Oh, nice! And it's uh, insulin. I got it. <laughs> I wish. No, I actually don't wish. I'm not. I'm not touching that stuff. Um, there's no reason to for me right now. They're actually well, swelling. Uh, he's using what is a? Synthol. He's using some ben- yeah, synthol vegetable oil. So I got. I got it from John Meadows actually. So it's basically high intensity on one day mm-hmm. so just super heavy weight like basically you know five sets of ten as heavy as you can go on and calf raises and stuff calf raises and i'll i'll rotate i'll go like donkey calf raise seated calf raise like breast calf raise leg press calf raise standing calf raise that more all sure. these things mm-hmm. right and then the second day is just a pump stretch day so you just go to the stairs oh, and the thing that's made a big difference for me is going shoes off Yes, absolutely. So I'll go shoes off, mm-hmm. and I'm just, I'll do 10 reps, and then I'll hold for 10 seconds. Then I'll do 9 reps, hold for 10 seconds. And getting that isometric in there, my calves are so sore that, like, Dave gives me a, you know, the calf massage. Like, oh, massage. yeah. I'm going to have one of those from Dave. <laughs> they oh. fucking hurt. I remember. <laughs> and Josh, that was John Meadows' program? Uh, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a hybrid between mm-hmm. John Meadows and mm-hmm. Joe DeFranco. So Joe DeFranco does the pump stuff, and then Meadows does uh, high volume and then high intensity. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take the the, the Joe DeFranco, you know, ten, nine, eight. That that's that's money. And yeah. I actually I started out because I had such weak calves, um, doing it double, and I just moved to single. So one foot at a time, ten reps, hold for ten seconds. Nine reps, hold for ten seconds. Gotcha. Hey, this alone right here for all y'all like me. That don't have calves is worth the, the listening to the whole episode. This is the magic sauce, okay? This is this this is why you guys tuned in. This is how you grow calf gains. Calf gains. <laughs> this is how you grow calves. This is how you go from basically just a tibia and a fibia bone to actually looking like you have normal calves. So pirate peg leg to cows. Hire him as your coach. Dude, John Meadows is a great coach. Um, yeah, he is. With with your coach Gene, like what would you say is the importance of a coach? for like the average fitness enthusiast and especially for me as a bodybuilder just wanting to win my pro card what was like what's the importance of a coach to you Dan? oh god so gene gene does my body work and he's been part of my workout plans my coach backy thomas backy is another ifbb pro um the more the main like he keep having a coach keeps you accountable he keeps you on track he's on your ass you have someone to check in t- send check-in pictures to so that you're not like oh god i look fat here like but Having an, an extra pair of eyes, you can see yourself through, in a different way. Because when you look at yourself, you're gonna see all your fucking flaws. Mm. When someone else looks at you, they're gonna be like, "You look good," or "You look like shit," and they're gonna be right. A second set of eyes. Yes, that's the most important. Because I mean, you can write a diet yourself, and you can, maybe you can follow it. But if you have someone else write it for you and take the time to do it for you, and you're paying them, that alone is gonna make you more committed to it because you're paying for it. And they're on your ass about it, and you're like, "Oh fuck, I gotta send check-ins on Sunday or whatever day it is." If I don't, if I don't look good, if I don't, if I didn't make any changes, they're, you know, they're gonna know. There's the that's accountability. Like, accountability. Yeah. Like, send my coach a, you know, a posing photo. Otherwise, they're gonna. Like, know, what the hell, dude? What'd you eat this morning? Like, you look like shots shit, and pizza. bro. <laughs> I think just having someone to talk to about it, and almost like, mm-hmm. almost like a partnership too. Like, I think if there's a coach out there that's just like, do this. And you have no idea why you're doing it. Like, maybe that would be good for some people. But then, like, I think a lot of the greatest coaches that I've seen um, talk about coaching is they kind of have a partnership with their athlete. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, you know, like, bodies are complicated and you no know, prep is the same. And they work with their athlete and um, kind of work together to, to make the prep as smooth as possible yeah, and try to present the best package on stage possible. You definitely got to see how their body responds to certain certain things. Like maybe they respond better to high volume versus high intensity. And it's just like you, you really got to make those those little adjustments here and there. And having that coach really helps helps with that. 
Right. Yeah. And just like even last week talking to you about, you were like, dude, you need to go zero carb. And I was like, fuck, you're right. I'm going to go zero <laughs> carb. Right. You know, I, would I be zero carb right now if I hadn't talked to you about it? No, I would still be carb cycling. And I would have carb cycled into the show or into the, the photo shoot. And, you know, why? Because I would have been like, oh, I'm going to look good enough. But then at the end of the day, like if I'm going to do this, you know, I might as well send it. And having someone um, who has been there, who's done it before, you know, a second set of eyes or just someone to talk about it objectively because you're in it and you're emotionally invested. If you have somebody who is um, has an outside look and has eyes, you know, that's not there with you all the time, be like, no, you're fat or, yeah, you look good, right? Like, you, you bodybuilders play tricks on themselves all the time. Dysmorphia. We have right. We have body dysmorphia, and you you could it could go either way. You could be in shape and not know it, mm. or you could be fat as shit and think you're shredded, and you need that a second set of eyes that's yeah. gonna be honest with you and be like, bro. You got to go zero carb. You're fat as shit right now. Yeah, if you look at the perspective of the coach, the coach is looking at one check-in versus another check-in and comparing the two. And it's like, oh, if you haven't made any progress in that week, then it's just like, it's like that's very objective. You know versus which, which like versus someone that, that sees you every single day, they they may not see those those subtle changes or because they're seeing you progress over over these smaller intervals. Versus the coach just seeing this larger, larger interval. Yeah, and you need someone to, someone that's not going to do just something that's so cookie cutter too. You want someone yeah. that's actually going to tailor to what you need to ask you questions like, okay, well, how does this food make you feel? How do you feel on this? Like, and then having that conversation between the two of you guys is really important. That way, you can have the best plan for that person because, like you said, that everybody is different. There's no way you could write the same thing for somebody else. I mean, there's general things that do work for other people, like the initial weight loss, but it's not going to work forever. Yeah, if, if you're looking for a program and then you end up, like, you end up settling on one and you send in your information, you send in, like, what, like, what works for you or whatever the coach asked for, and then they send something over in, like, 15 minutes, you you just got scammed. Absolutely. <laughs> you just got, you just got fucking a, scammed. It takes me, like, a day or two to write a pro- yeah. program. And this is an easy segue. Dane... Where can people reach out to you if they want coaching? Or hey, if you guys want coaching, prep? hit me up on my Instagram. I believe it's just Dane Space Tufford, uh, and then Dane Tufford at gmail.com. So it's D-A-N-E-T-U-F-F-O-R-D at gmail.com. Just shoot me an email if you want to get connected with me or DM me on Instagram. You also find me on Facebook as well. We will be putting that in the show notes. That's correct. Definitely. Dane Space. Is it no? Dane, Dane, is it no Dane Tufford. Okay. I changed it so we I don't even know. Yeah, so if you guys want a, uh, a knowledgeable professional bodybuilder to help you prep for your wedding, your you know your first or second or third, whatever, physique mm-hmm. or bikini uh, bodybuilding show, um, you don't want to get ready for a photo shoot, or you just want to get in shape, hit up Dane. Uh, he'll do you right. Uh, just a couple tweaks he did to me, and I look like a different person in two weeks. So um, there yes. you go. And on that subject, actually, I was going to say you should check. So how many days out to the shoot? Monday is the shoot? Monday. So I want you sending me pictures every day and how much water you're drinking until until it's all done with because we're going to have to start making changes every single day right now. Copy that. Let's go. So, yeah. Roger. Got you. Roger, Dodger. Can you do something about the grouchiness? Uh, yeah. <laughs> food. Uh, uh, yeah, food. When he carves up and uh, he'll be fine. I'm a very... I'm a very oh, next podcast, he's going to be a different human being. <laughs> like, oh my God, you guys. I'm so good. Donuts for everybody. I can I'm even have some. Very joyful, you know, well, you know, just grounded person normally. In the last two weeks, <laughs> I've literally been thinking in the middle of sentences, I don't care, stop talking. Like, <laughs> oh that's what, God, I've been there. <laughs> like people come yeah. up to me at the gym or... You know, at work or wherever or, like, even in, you know, like, and I'm just trying to, like, be in my headphones, mm-hmm. not talk to anybody. Oh, God, please shut up. Get my please training done. And in my head, I'm just, like, like, I, I know, like, okay, I'm going to smile. You know, my normal self would care. Right now, I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and and right. let, me just, let me just ask one question here because it's kind of segue into that. What is it like to be in a relationship 
when you are yeah you got a fiance stuff this is literally the most selfish hey me sport. too oh. so so how how do you survive what's advice that you have for competitors out there uh you just if you're just starting a relationship with somebody um and you're into bodybuilding and you compete you need to let them know ahead of time what to expect of like your mood swings and all of this what, what just everything that goes on in full disclosure full disclosure on com- competing um i my last relationship shit i ruined i ruined actually i would have turned pro probably two years ago or two years earlier if i had a more stable relationship was it because of trend no it was because my ex is a, <laughs> was a piece of sh- <laughs> no actually i mean just a bad relationship honestly and stress cortisol raises your water le- water levels even i was like Doing two hours of cardio. You're fire with fire, man. Yeah, I was doing two hours of cardio. Water, I was, the water was sticking on me. And I was like, what the fuck? What's going on? This is bullshit. You're all stressed out. Yeah, and the next day after the show, I was bone dry and shredded. I was like, wow. All I had to do was hit block. <laughs> oh, you hit block on the day after the show? Uh-huh. The Damn. Night, the night of, I was like, I'm going out with my, my teammates. We're getting. Dang, so, bro. I hung up early on my girlfriend this week, and uh, I'm doing a photo shoot in a week and a half. And. The diet is, 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 you know, is getting to me. It's been tough. It's hard. I'm not going no carbs like Josh, but 75 is rough. 75 is really rough. I don't know why you're. How many weeks out are you? Um, so from the, the shoot, year? it's on the 15th today. Let's do some the math. shoot you said? Um, yeah, photo shoot. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I was it's like, uh, I'm, I'm, thinking, I was I'm thinking 10 days out. Okay. Oh yeah, you should you should go zero carbs now. What? I'll go zero. <laughs> I would uh, pardon? Do, I would do. I would. Do, like, uh, let me leave. I would do two zero. <laughs> 150. I'll post for you. <laughs> serious. Just do like two zeros and then a 75 and then two zeros and a 75. I don't even fucking diet and I get attitude when I don't eat and stuff. And like, Trevor, you're the most two, hangry two person. I'm a very five. hangry person. Yeah. Two one. You're like a. Two, you're like two, some two girls zero one high, basically. Yeah. Or uh, you grams, could, you could compare it to a female. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could. Those two zero days are going to make you just suck up. Um, protein is at. I don't mean to go on forever, but. Yeah, you're fine. Protein is at 250, then my fats are at about 78. Should I change that? Drop your fats to like 35. So he was, Oof. to put it in context, oh, that's you, a lot of he's fat, been though. at this. Yeah, but brain. He's been at these new macros for a week. Um, you were at like 250 grams of carbs oh, a week ago? No, it was, um, it was like one, <laughs> 178. Yeah, you're at 178, and your fat was super high. Yeah, I was like 80. Wow. Was like, yeah. One day I went, when you saw it, it was like 95. That's right. So I, it was, saw, it was a high I saw his macros a week ago, and I was like, you're trying to do a shoot, and you're having 200 grams of carbs, almost 100 grams of fat. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's way too much. Way too much fat. Drop your fats down to 35. Can you give me more laundry? Watch where it is. Sorry. Uh-huh. Seriously, drop your fats down, your body will change like two nights. Okay. Literally overnight. No fats. No, not so, no fats. So back to that question though, he has a new girlfriend. Yeah. They're going camping this weekend, and you just told him to do no carbs. Good luck, Connor. Okay. <laughs> so do no. How many carbs you had today? Uh, seventy-five. Just do zero carbs exactly. tomorrow. Do a little more extra cardio, and then I'll be doing that. And then enjoy yourself this weekend a little bit. <laughs> just eat the hot dog. Intense. Just eat the hot dogs. Okay. Hot dogs. No s'mores. No s'mores. Sounds like a deal. I'll give you one. Half, half square. <laughs> you know, not the full one. Thanks, coach. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> I appreciate the advice, man. I think that um, yeah. that's going to work out I well. do think lowering the fats is going to help you burn quicker, too. But that's a lot of, how many calories? That's a lot of calories. Nine calories per gram. And fats yeah. metabolize way differently when you have them high, too. Okay. You eat a lot of fatty meats, Connor. I think that's why that's it's so why. You need to get lean, to get lean white meat. meat. So okay. Why, Tilapia, why? cod, chicken, <laughs> 99, one ground Why you got to say white like that? You nine. got a problem? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lean white. White meat. White. White, white breast. White chicken Black breast. coffee and white meat. Yeah, black coffee and white meat. Okay. Got a little both in there. More coffee, less, less carbs and fats. Yep. Awesome. I mean, if you're going to do the shoot, you might as well uh, look as good as possible, right? I mean, it's my only opportunity to do it. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. I'll All right. Up, I'll sign up for it. Dane, I'm going to be sending you uh, some uh, update photos every day Appreciate until this it. is yep, over. I got you, man. Um, I'm going to keep sending it until it's over. 
<laughs> I can't wait until whenever this carb up day is and I can uh, get out of this brain fog. Actually, guys, guess what? I'm going to, at the end of the day, I fucking love this. Um, yes. I, I love to complain a little bit every now and then. Don't but, we all? Uh, at the end of the day, we're doing this for fun. It's just venting, man. And Exactly. And like at the end of the day, if you don't like this sport, you don't like this lifestyle, go take up golf. <laughs> go take up golf. Go do something else. Go to right. Top Golf. Go do something else. Right. Go do, do, this go is, do this is not sport. For, this is not for everybody. Absolutely. This is why most of the population in this world is not right. It's not physically fit. And like going back hard. to what I was saying before, like Trev, like if you're gonna do a show, you should just do it natural. Like I did five, I did five shows natural. Um, learn how your body reacts, and if you can't deal with dieting down naturally and dealing with the diet. Um, you have no you have no business putting sports supplements in your body. Like the the most important part is the diet and the training. Mm-hmm. And then if you add in, you know, the the sports supplements, then that's just another can of worms with like a huge or like smorgasbord of possibilities that are endless. You know, and there's a bunch of problems and a bunch of traps and a bunch of pitfalls all around. And I would personally recommend that you go talk to a doctor. That is my disclaimer on this podcast i i don't want to promote you know we we wanted to be real with you guys and talk about the reality of what pro bodybuilding is and how you get there but also don't want to promote anything that could hurt someone or anything that's illegal so talk to your doctor um there there are clinics out there there are endocrinologists out there that are willing to work with you um if you guys want to message me, I can give you guys um, the clinic that I go through for my TRT. They're great, um, and they'll, they'll take care of you. So just giving that disclaimer out there. Awesome. Good podcast. Look Good our podcast. fitness podcast. This is, this com. Awesome. Hit up Dane. Dane oh, yeah. Coaching. Coach Dane. Dane Dane professional bodybuilder. <laughs> Said it. Well, that was another episode of Blue Collar Fitness. We love you guys, and uh, we're out. See you in the next one. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you.